From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 504 for the week of October 4th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping plan helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Mulatto-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. Coming up on Tuesday we have a couple special episodes. One, I talked to Jason actually in Disneyland Park about it's listener Jason about his first time at Mickey's Halloween party. And we talk with Matt, who shares his experiences at the Jungle Cruise Sunrise Safari. But right now it's time for this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello everyone. Hello. Hey hey, hey, hey. Hi there, ho there. And I just want to make sure uh Mixler folks, are you able to hear us? Because somebody was saying that they aren't. Um okay, sound is on. Okay, good. Uh, speaking of Mixler folks, hello to you all. If you want to listen live to us, you can listen live on Mixler every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Pacific time. We have links to that in our show notes page and on our Facebook page. Uh, all right, housekeeping. I have a ton because I was in the parks all weekend. Uh, first of all, that. this, I, yeah, sorry. yeah. I did. Because uh, many yeah, people exactly. won't be. He's and a one expired. percenter now. <laughs> I expire. Yeah, my pass I think expires he's a, in November. Thank you. I think he's a 0.5 percenter now. Yeah, thank you. Uh, a couple quick things. I was here. Uh, one of the things I was here for was I did a few special Halloween interview videos. And those are up on the Diz YouTube page. I'll have a link in the show notes for that. So a couple fun videos. Um, and I got to hang out with my favorite chef Christina and makes and decorate some uh, pumpkin cheesecakes. So where did you do this at Tom? Was that, where did you do it? Um, That was actually set up in Zocalo park. I had tables out in Zocalo park with the cameras to do that part. Um, I did one interview. I talked to Michelle Harker from our, our merchandise guru. And that was in front of the fountain there between um, haunted mansion and French market. And then they had a, another setup on um, the lawn at the Haunted Mansion. So Very cool. It was very cool. Um, any, uh, let's see. Uh, we talked, I think Michael talked a couple weeks ago about the um, new menu at Hungry Bear that the, the um, fried green tomato sandwich went away. They actually, a couple things have gone away and new things in its place. Um, they now have a wrap. I think it's a turkey wrap in place of the turkey sandwich. And also the, um, the salad is different. It's instead of the watermelon salad. Um, uh, it's actually like some kind of, kind of strawberry salad on the Diz. I'll put a link to it. The, the menu is updated in there. So, uh, just wanted to point that out. Um, anybody else have anything? I have tons because, I, like I said, I was here in the parks all day and I noticed all kinds of new things because I, I look and pay attention. I have my weekly anybody? LAX update. 
You have okay, positive. go for it, man. I just uh-huh. it's I happened to land around two to three in the maybe between two and four, I don't remember exactly, in the afternoon on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like the airport didn't exist. So my <laughs> suggestion is to be there if you can do a weekend in the middle of the afternoon. It was so easy. It was like a whole nice. new world. So people oh, are planning. So oh, don't think about. I can't again. It's a data set of one. I'll try it again, mm-hmm. but I've never seen right. it that dead. Right. I'm surprised because it's always so crowded these days. I know, but in the afternoon, usually it's usually morning. Morning's outrageous, and I've noticed late at night. But I've never seen like after like middle afternoon. You know, one to three. Mm-hmm. It, it. I think. Yeah, it's definitely a different a different period. I did actually you? had to ride the rental car bus by myself. Wow. wow. I mean, I got did arrested you? because I got rid of the bus driver. I didn't tell you that part, but no. It was just me and the bus driver. Did you notice the uh, construction starting for the changes that's happening at the LAX airport? Well, yeah, they're always doing something. I figure eventually. Yeah, they're adding the met, they're extending the metro and stuff, so. Yeah, just a, you know, maybe they should have thought of instead of stopping it literally like two or three miles. That you don't have to extend it if when you build it originally, it goes all the way. Just a yeah. But I know the, a lot of Los Angeles urban planners listen to the show. So. <laughs> yes, I'm sure well, they do. the taxi lobbyists put a halt to it. They were that's what the plan was to do. And Interesting. Yeah, <clears throat> politics. Just like I'm now there, I'm sure they're trying to. There's the whole Uber thing too. So. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of flying, I noticed a. Uh, some interesting merchandise at the shop at Grizzly Peak Airfield. See how I did that? Um, the you know how we, <laughs> it's was worth a try. Nice. You know how they have the new the new Coke's freestyle machines there outside Humphreys. Mm-hmm. So inside Humphreys, they have Coca Cola merchandise. Interesting. So they have like Coke T shirts and hats and you know piggy banks and these little coin purses and things like that. So. It was kind of, I walked in there, I'm like, you know, you have all these Smokey the Bear stuff and all this really cool merchandise and then half a shelf of Coca-Cola merchandise, which was really, really weird. Yeah. I do like that. I know that they're really working on raising more revenue. So I like mm-hmm. anytime that they can sell more merchandise, <laughs> sell more raises stuff, revenue yes. and has advertising. Yeah. yeah. I think that's important because I'm uh-huh, a little concerned uh-huh. about the financial straits of Disney. <laughs> yes. Um... <laughs> A couple fast pass related things, or or that kind that kind of stuff. Um, we went into the animation building, yeah, and they were running the they were running the meet and greet for Anna and Elsa with no fast pass. And how did that and work out? We walked right in. This was middle of the afternoon. We walked right in and saw Anna, Anna and Elsa. Um, as we left the building, there was maybe fifteen people in line. But still, I mean, it wasn't it. Uh, I, it may be that it works better that way. I don't know. Do you think it's they're just more popular at Walt Disney World? Are they still having the four-hour lines in Walt Disney World for that them? I'm not sure. Oh, probably, sure. yeah. Probably. Yeah. Hopefully, they are because they're building a whole new meet and greet and ride for them in in Epcot. So that's gonna suck. Is that gonna aren't. be the new <laughs> where you have to give? Blood platelet cells to see yes, it. Yes, exactly. Is that yes. one of the next? Yeah. Is uh, that a new yeah, yeah, way yeah. that they're going to mm-hmm. charge you? Okay, making sure I'm not bitter mm-hmm. about what we're going to talk about. Right, 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 right. Ran into some listeners. Want to give a shout out to little Charlotte. 
Um, her and her dad caught me in line at Mickey's Fun Wheel, my favorite ride ever. Um, they're like, hey, are you Tom Bell? I'm like, uh, yeah, here's a button. So, hello, Charlotte. I also ran into Roxanne, who is a listener, but also she we she was at the Arizona Dismeet. So, Yay. hello again to her. Yep, that was kind of cool. Uh, any other housekeeping before I keep rambling? I have something. Go ahead, Michael. We've talked about the first annual MouseCon in Concord, California, yes. the Hilton right, Concord. Right. And they recently announced that they have a couple of other special guests. What, well, they had announced that Bob Gurr was coming, and as, as quickly as they announced it, they retracted it because he had some scheduling conflicts. But they've also added uh, Tommy Kirk to the lineup. And you might remember him. Well, yes. Most people remember him because he killed Old Yeller. But, um, <laughs> but Old Yeller just saved their lives. I know. I know. <laughs> but he, you know, he was in, uh, like, one of my favorites was uh, the Swiss Family Robinson. And, you know, of course, uh, the misadventures of Merlin Jones and all that. I saw him speak at the uh, Walt Disney Family Museum a few years ago, and he's, very well spoken, very well read. Because whenever he traveled for Disney, he um, t- took up reading and seeing the sights and all that. I mean, he and I got—we started talking about French novels or something when we were when I when I met him. And you know, and he's had you know he's had a lot of demons that he's had to fight in his in his life, and he's very open about it and um, has come to terms with it. So he's very very interesting. Um, person to listen to and also jeff baum um he is the author of the unauthorized story of walt disney's haunted mansion he's also behind the doombuggies.com website right and the co-host of the nostalgia podcast he's going to be uh doing a presentation on the secrets of the haunted mansion and i I think that'll be a not miss i read his book it's excellent and you know this is on top of you know Floyd Norman, who's a Disney legend and the first, uh, you know, African-American animator. And Margaret Carey, who, you know, has uh, really made a good career out of being. I mean, she was the body, you know, sort of the, uh, the, the model for Tinkerbell. But, I mean, but the thing is, she's had a huge career in all kinds of other things. But Tinkerbell was really what did it for her. And then Bill Morrison, who currently works for The Simpsons, but he was a Disney artist who did a lot of our favorite um, Disney movie posters in the 80s. There's going to be other panels and talks, and you get all of this for just $10. Tickets are only available at the door. So again, that's Sunday, November 15th, um, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Hilton Concord. And we'll have a link to their website in our show notes. Very cool. Um, anything else? I'm good. Anybody else have? Okay. I just wanted um, to point out before, um, that we were, we had mentioned it, Tom, for anybody who would like to get a quick, um, index of our shows, Tom has, he lists them on the Disneyland forum and it's a sticky post at the top that has links to all of our shows in addition mm-hmm. to the podcast board. But yep. Um, I don't think I don't think it's on the podcast board. It's on the Disneyland boards. The podcast, the, all of our shows are. Oh, oh, oh. Well, that's right because some of the shows aren't on the podcast board, right? You mean you're talking about the 
the podcast page, the, the podcast show notes page. page. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, show, no, po- show notes page is a little is a little tougher to work through, but the the link on the uh, the sticky thread on the Disboards lists all the titles of all the episodes, and you can click right to it. Thanks, you said it so much better than I did. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> he gets paid to do that. Uh, <laughs> he, yes, he gets yeah, paid to yeah, know where yeah. everything is. Uh, uh-huh, yeah, right, right, right. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, Michael. Yes. Congratulations on your new show. Hey, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. So, so went live on Friday, right? It did. Yeah, connecting yeah. with Walt. That that was what I was hinting at on the last show when I was in Walt Disney World. We announced it on. Well, they don't call it the Orlando show anymore. They call it the well the the Disney World it's Disney show. World show. Yeah, and yeah, so connecting with Walt, I'm doing that with Craig Williams from the Disney World show, and we basically the 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 history segments have been so well received on our Disneyland show that the Disney Worlders were saying, "Hey, we want some of that for our show." So we came up with um, connecting with Walt because I didn't want to limit it to just Disney World. We are going to be talking about anything in Disney history. It might be films. It might be attractions. Uh, it could be all kinds of things. It, except it won't be anything that has to do with Disneyland because I'm still going to keep doing that. He's on under Disneyland contract show. for That's the right. rest of the Mississippi. Yay. Yes, I was yeah. I'm so happy when I heard you say that, Michael. Oh, thank you. So, so, but, but we are starting out talking about Disney World because you know, we want to take care of our Disney World visitors and hopefully encourage them to listen to our Disneyland show and uh-huh. to visit Disneyland. Yep. And yeah, so what it is, it's going to be an event show in that it is going to come out every three months for a solid month. So, for example, we started in October because October 1st is the anniversary of Disney World. Happy 44th anniversary, Disney World. And we're going to run Five, the five weeks in uh, in October because there's five Fridays, and we'll have a segment every week for that, or an episode every week. And then three months later in January, we'll have another run of um, Friday shows, and so that's how we're that's how we're going to do it. And I think it'd be a lot of fun. So even if you're a Disneylander and you think, ah, I'll never get to Disney World, I hope you'll join us because there is a connection. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of what I've talked about so far on connecting with Walt is happening exactly the same time as the things I'm talking about on the 60 Years of Disneyland show. So listening to both shows, our Disneyland show and connecting with Walt, you'll get a more complete picture of uh, uh, sort of, of what's going on between, you know, Disneyland and Disney World. So anyway, Very so cool. I hope you all enjoy it. Awesome. Thank you, Michael. A um, couple other quick things from the parks. One is we had kind of talked at the end of last show. I don't know if it was on the show or with our Mixler friends afterwards about Jedi Training Academy, um, about reservations for Jedi Training Academy. And we, of course, said, oh, no, we don't do that here. That's Disney World. Well, apparently they are testing that here because there's a, there was a sign this weekend outside the outside the turnstiles that said uh, that talked about making reservations for Jedi Training Academy. Um, you could go to uh, younglings who wish to participate in the training with the Jedi Master must present must be present uh, or must present themselves to 
pre-register at the kiosk outside store command in Tomorrowland. Um, availability is limited, gives the times and all that. So, and this was the sunset, um, for Sunday, for Saturday and Sunday of this weekend. So they may be testing that. And my guess is they're testing it because once the new one goes into place in December, it's going to be crazy ugly with kids trying to get into the new show. I, for one, like the idea of a reservation. I don't remember my son bawling hardly at all in his life. <laughs> but I remember vividly him being up there and like and not understanding because he's anywhere between four and six. I don't know exactly. Why did they pick me? Why, like when he was totally in his Star Wars phase. And how do you, you can't explain it. Like there's no, well, you right. get a chance, but it doesn't matter. You're a five-year-old that this is the greatest thing ever or however old you are. So I, for one, for now, commend okay. Disney on the, uh, on the reservations and doing that there because I think it helps for children to, not yeah, but it's still so cool with the kids holding up their signs saying, pick me, pick me, pick no, me. I, so. No, I, 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 I don't Sort of like, like the price is right. Yeah, exactly. No, okay. Exactly or, I don't know if you guys realize that they don't do it that way. <laughs> I did price is right. They interview every single person in yeah. the audience as no, they're walking like, in. Let's, let, let's make a deal. Let's make a deal, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. I was going to say, don't, don't. It's not, nothing's ever random. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bitter now. But, but back to bitter. <laughs> that you didn't get picked? Yeah. Yeah. Um, one last thing from the parks. This weekend was Gay Days weekend. I saw this interesting shirt. I saw actually a lot of interesting shirts that I can't talk about on the air. Um, but there was one shirt that was in, in Walt font that, uh, you know, that they use for Walt, the, you know, Disneyland logo or Walt signature that said, what would Walt say? And I thought about it for a second. I'm like, uh, first, my first th- thought was like that they were, you know, it's like, you know, okay. Walt wouldn't like the idea, but then I'm thinking, okay, Walt would say, hey, thanks for coming to my park. The red shirts are over in this corner of the Emporium. The rainbow shirts are here. Um, be sure to check out the new rainbow tumblers that we have at Jolly Holiday Bakery and the rainbow sprinkle cookies we have at Starbucks. That's what Walt would say. That's just Walt, my opinion. Walt meant for Disneyland to bring families together and a place that uh-huh. people of all generations could enjoy. I, right. I think that you know, a, a family's a family, no matter who's in it, and I think Walt would be fine with it. Yep, that's that's the well, and Walt was all about. I mean, the customers and also uh, selling things to the customers too. So, uh, all right, uh, one last thing. Any any other housekeeping? Nope. Okay. Um, Want to send out good wishes to Christy Summers. She was on the show, I don't know, way back at the beginning, but she's a good friend and she lost her dad this weekend. So I want to send thoughts out to her and Daniel and their family. So Amen. had to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's head over to Tony with the exciting news. Okay. So this is going to take us a while and yes, I do not is. have a master's degree in menu design. <laughs> I so, have notes. Okay. And I'm looking at notes too. And uh, I think there's a lot of different angles, actually. And I did some research. I'm sure we all did research. I found an interesting article from the Wall Street Journal that I want to talk to you about. Oh, I want to see what you guys think about. Um, but they've decided they are friends at Disney. <laughs> they're friends, and yes. That's they used funny. to be I want to go straight into commentary. This is very hard for me. But they're going to raise. Not going to. No, they are. Sorry. 
They are raising. They did. Yeah. They they did. Okay, past <laughs> tense. They've raised the prices of all of the passes, mm-hmm. and they've included other tiers. And I'm, to be honest, for one, am really confused <laughs> as to how it works, other than I know that the prices are now... I'm not going to give my com- commentary yet. Are okay, much sorry. larger in terms of numbers than they were before. Yes. So I'm going to do my best, and I know you're going to interrupt me because I'm probably going to not do it correctly because, literally, I, I will try not to interrupt. I, you know what? I feel like I, I was texting Tom, like like I'm signing up for a, a reverse mortgage or something. Not for the money, but all these different choices, and I don't understand them. And I, I thought I was smart until I saw all of these. Okay, so starting, these are the new these are the new passes and the new tiers. And if I make a mistake, please correct me. Okay. Disney Southern California Sunet. Select. Okay, I already made mm-hmm. a mistake. It's called Select, not Sunet. Um, that's an extra fifty dollars if you want the N in there. Just, just yes. you know. The Disney Cal- Southern California <laughs> upgrade, Select. Upgrade. Yeah. Uh, 175 days over the year, no weekends. That's mm-hmm. up from 170 days per year. 10% dining discount, 10% merch discount, 15% tours discount, parking not included, and the price is two nine. The old price was two ninety nine. The new price is three twenty nine, with a renewal discount of ten dollars. Right? Okay, good. Nobody's complaining. Right. Okay, I yeah, feel like I'm like I said, that, I'm practicing that's, that's for tests. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, this is from the the source I got that Michael okay. helped me out with, and it was nice and clear. Okay, Disney Southern California. With no select, you get entry to 229 days over the next year. No Saturdays, up from 215 days per year. 10% dining, 10% merch, 15% tours, parking not included can be added. $439 is the new price, only for people that are renewing. This is where I start getting right. confused. So far, yeah. okay. So, the, yeah, they're limiting that one, still limiting that one to renewals. Okay, so there's no more new people uh-uh. doing that one. Okay, Disney Deluxe. Uh-huh. 320 days over the next year. Does not include the holidays December 19th to January 2nd. Same discounts, 10% dining, 10% merch, 15% tours, parking not included. $599 from 549 no renewal discount. So, way to keep your 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 customers that are always paying. Way to give them, throw them a bone, actually take the bone out of their mouth. Okay, now this is where I'm totally lost. So please, now there is the new Disney Signature. So the mm. Disney Signature gives you 351 days per year, but it does not include the same days as the Deluxe does not include December 19th to January 2nd. So you get 351 days for the Signature versus the Deluxe, which is 320. You get 15% dining discount, 20% merchandise discount, 15% tours discount, parking is included. This is a new tier. New is $850, and it does include digital PhotoPass downloads, which we will talk. I'm going to go off on that when I'm sure other people are. I'm not the only one. (laughs) Okay. So um, then next, which is what used to be called the premium, is now... Disney Signature Plus. I, you know, whenever I, when I read Disney Signature and Disney Signature Plus, what I'm envisioning in my head, sorry to comment, is I think of those Las Vegas, when you're like in a nice Las Vegas hotel, and they have the commercials for like the spa, welcome mm-hmm. to, 
That's what I think of. Disney Signature Plus. No blockout dates. 15% percent yeah, thinking of like I'm thinking of like a checking account in the bank. Yes, well, yeah, okay, so that's, uh, yeah, I think the, the uh, yeah, exactly. And I'm confused. Do I get my free toaster? No. If you'd like the free toaster, it will cost you $75. Or you uh, can sign up for checking, checking Signature Plus. Yes, there you go. Uh, no blockout dates, 15% dining discount, 20% merchandise discount, 15% tours discount, so that's the same as Disney Signature. Okay, now, the Signature Plus gives you the no blackout dates, and digital photo pass downloads. Uh, and that is, now this is, I'm looking at my sheet. If I'm not correct, that's new for $1,049. Yes. Ding, I feel like now it is Price is Right. Mm-hmm. How much would you, I'm going to go with the $1. Nope. Sorry. How much would you pay for 15 days at the park? Yes. And uh, renewals will get to pay nine eighty nine if you had a premium. Correct. That's what I've got. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, that's right. what I got. Okay, and that's Michael. I'm sure can vouch. That's what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. The Disney Premier Passport for us one percenters mm-hmm. is now well, re- now us, requires us a credit check. I, I renewed mine last weekend. Thank. Oh you. my God! Wow, you're lucky. genius. Did you know? No. Oh mine, wow! I'm mine, taking you to Vegas. Mine needed. Mine expired the day I arrived at Disney World last night. Of course. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I renewed it. Wow. Walt was looking out for you. He was. Yeah. Okay. So Walt the premiere. Pete Werner. <laughs> yeah. The premiere was uh is it gives you all Disney World and Disneyland, the um the same golf, uh, no blockout dates, fifteen percent dining, twenty percent merch, fifty percent tours discount, parking included, and the new the new digital photo pass downloads. The Yay! premiere used to be one thousand ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Now, before we say it's for the one percenters, sometimes if you were going to already have a premium pass and go to Disney World for more than like four or five days, it ended up being uh, it, it worth was a good it. value. Yeah, yeah. Um, is now going to be one thousand four hundred and thirty nine dollars, whether you renew it or get new, plus applicable tax. Yes. Now, I do want to <laughs> mention the Disney World price is changing. Because I think that's relevant. At least okay. I, I think, even though I know we're Disneyland yeah. show. Okay, so. No, it's totally relevant. Yeah, it's because totally I've relevant. got a whole new opinion of things now based on this. Okay, so the Disneyland, the Disney premiere is the same benefits and everything as the Disneyland premiere, and it's mm-hmm. $829. And, what? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yes. see, this is why we're discussing it. The Platinum Plus, which gives you. Entry to all theme and water parks at Disney World and ESPN, and the Photo Pass digital downloads and the parking is seven hundred and five for a renewal, seven twenty nine for Florida resident or DVC new, six nineteen for Florida resident or DVC renewal. So there, that's their version of a of a premium, right? Am I a premium? Okay, the, not, their not premium. Premier. Okay, what we used to Prem- call premium, right? For us is now. Nine eighty nine. Yeah. Please correct me. For them, it's seven hundred and five. That's that's what. Okay. Disney Platinum gives you everything but the golf course and the water parks. Seven fifty new, six thirty five renewal, six forty nine DVC or Florida resident six um a renewal. Disney Gold, this is in Disney World. Entry, okay, entry to all theme parks, 320 days of admission, the photo, whatever, the photo pass, the theme and the parking for new 
549 new, and I think it's exclusive to Florida residents. Ankle, does that look right? I think I'm looking at the thing sheet you sent me. That's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. it's a little confusing. Um, or D- And DVC members. Yeah, DVC members. Now, actually, I'm glad I spent the boatload of money I did on DVC for these. Uh, Disney Silver, entry to all theme parks, 320 days of admission, theme park parking. New Florida residents, only 389 That's why I'm trying to get my Florida driver's license. Uh, Disney Weekday Select, $259 entrance to all theme parks. No weekend or ho- weekends or holidays in theme park parking. And then the Disney Epcot after four, which we're not going to uh, go. But okay, so the top tier pass in Walt Disney World, Platinum Plus versus Signature Plus, is a difference of 829 in Orlando, 1049 in Disneyland. That's ridiculous. So okay. that's why I brought those up. Okay, I'm going to throw I'm going to throw this thing, not, the the raw meat out to the lions and go ahead and start It's not about the va- it's not about the what you're getting for the price, it's about trying to decrease the number of pass holders. Right. right. Here this, and, this, and increase them there. Yeah, this is about capacity control yeah. at Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. That's which why there's nice. $200 difference to keep people yeah. out of the parks during Christmas. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. nice for them, but not for me. I'm a consumer and it is about value for me. Like, I know why they're doing it, other than greed, okay? It's, you've now put me in a position where I'm considering, you know what, I'm just going to go three times a year to Disney World instead, because that pass is a lot more valuable. I mean, it has a much better value. I'm getting four parks, even though I love Disneyland, but now you're making me think about, well, if I've only got to choose one... Where am I going to get my the most bang for my buck? Right, and right, I would exactly. have never, ever in a million years said that. Yes, I travel now, so I do. I'm able to hit Disney World, you know, once every four, like eight, you know, six to twelve weeks. However, now it's making me consider. Not even. I mean, obviously, I won't. I'm on this podcast, but there's got to be other people that go. Well, wait. Why don't we just save up a little bit and then get a pass and go to two vacations over there instead of our Disneyland. I agree with you. However, I think that that's what Disneyland is trying to do. Because it's the point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I don't like because it. Because it's, well, yeah, of course we don't like it because it hurts us. But how many people complain about the crowds, the lines, um, that they have to close the park because there's so many people going in there and there's no fix to it. You can't make something um, affordable for everybody and expect people to to um how can i say to police themselves and not go to the park like i'm not going to say well i'm not going to go to the park on saturday because you know let the families who go there less right. often let, than let me the go. tourists go yeah. right let You're the right. tourists go that's that's I'm, i want to go to the to the park too and there's so many people so what i don't understand is they're doing this they're raising the prices but they still have the monthly um, payment for Southern Californians. And if they're trying to, to call the herd or whatever, mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't understand why they're still allowing that. It mm-hmm. kind of because means. some people can monthly pay a cheaper rate than what this is now going to jack it up to. I mean, a family of four, we're looking, you know, close to, we're looking at $4,500 a year. billion dollars, yeah. yeah. No, I'm you with know? Mary... I'm all with Mary Jill. That's what and, I'm going, mm-hmm. 
And yeah, 4,500 divided by 4 is still, I mean, by 12 is still excruciating. If you really don't want people in the park, then don't allow, and if it's a pass, then, see, that's why I think they're full, full of crap, excuse my language, with what Mary Jo said, then don't allow the monthly payments. Because you'll get a lot yeah. less people getting the passes. Right. If that's really, really what you want. No, you want that, but you also want to still keep making money off the passwords. Just call a spade as, like, I just wish they would call a spade a spade. What was interesting was I saw in the Wall Street Journal, actually, updated today, which is just interesting timing. Uh, they talked about that they're considering switching to demand-based pricing for tickets. And the whole article had nothing to do with the passes. It was about the idea of Christmas being more expensive and less. To, and it was all from a Wall Street Journal perspective. I just find it interesting that that was released the same day as the pass, the, the all the passes changing. And it had nothing to do with passes. Mm -hmm. It was all about single days and that they're going to start testing and they're going to start talking. My question is, um, is... I, this is me being totally skeptical of everything that that wasn't kind of a leak because I know that I know like, cause I'm a tech guy in, in like Apple stuff and that there's few like writers that they go, Hey, we're going to throw this out at you. I just don't know why this whole article had nothing to do with the passes. They're talking about separately. We're going to start charging it differently and testing it out. And then they just smash everybody right before the holidays with oh. this. This out, this is just out of control, expensive. Yeah, but I, but it, it is because they're trying to reduce. I, I really do think it's about reducing the number of people in the park. I agree, and, that it, and it doesn't bother them that. I mean, I I listened to Carol much of this day talking about you know she doesn't go <laughs> on the attractions, and so you know she doesn't see this is now at the point where. Why go into the parks mm -hmm. or, or we start going down to, you know, just buying park hoppers for her when we go and, and no longer passes. Of course, the rumor is the park hoppers are going to go up next month. So we'll see what happens there. But, but we got to, Car Carol was my research assistant, but, and we got to looking now at what were the prices for the other parks. And she went into a lot of detail, but just as an overview, if, you get a Knott's Gold Pass, which includes the water park. That's $96.75. If you get Magic Mountain Gold, which includes the water park, that's $149.99. If you get SeaWorld for one year, and that's like a rolling year, like Disneyland's. Whenever you buy it, it's good for a year from that date. That's $155. And then Universal, only through February 11th, 2016, with no blackout dates, it's $159. So you can get four... Annual passes the theme parks for five hundred and sixty dollars and seventy four cents compared to you know the one annual pass at Disneyland you know for the one thousand forty nine dollars so so that's interesting and that's mm -hmm. what people might start looking at you know it's not Disneyland but if you still want to spend a day at a park with the family right more people and you know Knotts was smart because one of the first things they did today was tweet out how much their passes are and that you can pay and you know you can pay monthly, pay monthly yeah okay so and their passes you can include parking it's the 
um, I was saying in the chat room that Universal Studios does not allow you, uh, does not allow you to include parking in your annual pass. Mm -hmm. Disneyland does, but it's expensive and Knott's does and it's more reasonable, more affordable. I have no problem with them getting, thinning the, the, the crowds out at the parks. But if, with what kind of, with what Mary Jo said, if you really, that was your number one goal, then you would have two, maybe two levels of passes, two tiers, and you would get rid of the monthly payments, and then boom, the crowd, you would be done. But the fact that you still allow the monthly payments, and the fact that you've got 500 different levels, to me makes, makes me think that, you know, you still want that revenue, and you still want it, you want it crowded every single day, but to a point where it's not overly crowded. Right. You want it full, but not... Yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah. Can we talk about the fact that a digital photo pass download is supposed to be cost a, them nothing? Okay, cost them right, nothing. Right, exactly. And I do love. We've known that Disney's really great with their websites and their technology. <laughs> How about something that nobody ever really needs anymore because they all have their phones and they're taking pictures? Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and try to find a fast pass photographer at Disney World. They're all over the mm -hmm. place. They're with the characters. They're stationed throughout the theme parks at, you know, the picture spots. Disneyland, it is tough to find them once you get off Main Street. Yep. Okay, I have a question. Except, except, so with, except with the, some of the characters. Yeah, except for Disneyland, I, I just don't see the Fast Pass uh, photo pass, thing. Photo pass. Photo pass, I'm sorry, as a value. Disney World, I do, but not Disneyland. Okay. Do you think that they're using this to justify keeping the photo pass? photographers <laughs> that's what i'm wondering that that was my first thought is that they want I think more people using to use them i think they're using it to justify the dollar value that you pay for the photo plus package like i know because that's not a cheap package the memory maker it's not well, my again my thing is who but if you're a pass holder that goes all the time you don't, you don't want that yeah. You take pictures. No, you I got that her. when I went to Disney World with Andrew like, on a vacation. On a vacation, but Disneyland, whatever. I'm a pass holder. I go all the time. I, I, I do a selfie and I'm done. Yeah. yeah. Without the stick. No selfie sticks. Tom. No selfie stick. Okay, I have a question. I'm gonna and I'm mm. gonna go to Michael on this one. Because <laughs> you're the history uh -oh. guy. So when Disneyland first opened, we had the tickets, right? Everybody could get in. Was that right? Well, at first, they didn't have the tickets. They introduced them later. You paid uh, to get in, and then you paid like a dime for this ride and a quarter okay. for this ride. And so people were upset. They felt Disney was nickel and diming them. Okay, so after that, but when they had the tickets, when we had the you know the A through E tickets, could you you could just go into Disneyland to hang out, right? Correct. You could because there was an admission ticket, mm -hmm. and you'd still get and. Yeah, you could still go in and not you and not go on any attractions. Okay, so I'm setting you up like a courtroom. I know how well. I'm doing. <laughs> okay, so going back to what you said about with Carol, here's where I have my. This is where my philosophical problem with this and losing Walt's vision is if I just want to. You're making it so expensive that if I'm, let's say, a great aunt or I'm a grandmother or a grandfather or a dad and just want to bring my kids. Mm -hmm. To be with them, 
right. can't spend, I can't bring myself to spend that much money to just be with them. And we know but, grandparents but, but are going to But you get to a- see this fancy new fireworks display and this exciting new parade. Yeah, that I could see two days before for a lot less money. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, yeah. it's, when we talk about Disneyland is always better, more magical when it's shared. This is going to require families not to share it as much. I, and I thought of that. I thought, you know, there are a lot of grandparents that don't go on the attractions except maybe Dumbo and, you know, some of the little Fantasyland ones. Uh, you know, are they going to be able to justify this amount of money? You know, at Disney World, you can't because Disney World, the resorts have mm-hmm. so much to do and there's so many other things. You could easily go there and not go into the mm-hmm. parks and still have yep. a full time. Disneyland, not so much. And that's where I, why I brought the Walt Disney World, even though I know it's not about value for the company. But for me, I have no – like, now I'm looking, wow, these are the greatest – Disney World's the greatest deal. They're, I shouldn't say that because now they're going to raise – we just we, – we heard a podcast. Now, October 11th, we're going to raise them again. But the fact that I have access to four different experiences versus two for that price – I just I have a I understand why and we have the we have the pass holder problem with millions of pass holders, but I think one of the issues, Tony, is that there's a lot of Disneyland annual pass holders that have never been to Walt Disney World, and well, they're not going to go to Walt Disney. Yeah, World they're they never going to plan to go to Walt Disney World. Right? No, I, I know. I'm just saying for me, I'd go. That's gonna that's gonna be my promote. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start a new podcast and promoting everybody from Disneyland to. Stop going to Disneyland and go to Disney World, but still listen to the podcast. That's important. Here's here's an inter- here's an interesting number. This this goes out to the um, annual pass holders that live out of town. Mm-hmm. For the price of uh, if you if you made f- uh, three trips during the year and bought five day hoppers each time you came, you would pay less than a thousand forty nine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think Carol figured it out that you would have to go it have to be like sixteen days or something. Or or six two day weekends. I don't know. She had this all figured <laughs> well, out and I finally and, just sort of had to walk away. And the whole hundred and ninety nine <laughs> the whole hundred and ninety nine dollar parking is, is twenty visits. Or ten visits, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, ten well. visits. Because it's going to be, they're raising the parking prices to $20, it's eight, right? It's eight, 18 uh-huh. 18 $20 18, is well, another park. Yes, yeah, so 11, 11, 11 visits. No, but still, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. still. It used to be five visits, and it's just yeah. gone yeah. up um, little by little over the years. But this, well, park, I think, parking is, is the a, highest. Yeah, parking is a problem. So that's, I guess that's why they're kind of discouraging that hey, you know speaking what? of parking should we talk about downtown disney yeah parking? let's talk about that i want to say they here's my where i have no sympathy for them they created this problem why should i be helping them solve it like so you're you know we're gonna make the crowds last because well then like i get rid of the the darn monthly you know they're hurting the they're hurting people to make more ultimately they're hurting people so they can sell more vacation like I don't think they really care about the fact that the parks are overcrowded, except for the people that go and complain and say, I'm not coming back, so therefore I'm not making more money, or I spent three grand on this vacation, I can't do it. 
I mean, I know, and I'm Mr. Free Market, so it's hard for me to be going down this road, but it just bothers me. I just don't, I, I just always think of Disney as special. And they're just making it so expensive that I think people aren't going to be able to do it. And that makes me sad. Okay, I'm good. I'm done. Okay, Mary <laughs> Jo, parking, downtown Disney. Right, downtown Disney is also changing their their rules, right? They're, right now it's three hours parking, and then when you validate with dinner or at the movies, you get an additional two for a total of five. They're not cutting it down to two hours and then two hours without two hour, additional hours of validation for a total of four hours. And they are upping the price from $6 an hour to $12 an hour. So they're doubling that. So I, I know that some people will go to downtown Disney and go into Disneyland and they're not supposed to. But if I want to go have dinner and then go see a movie, they're making it really tough for me. Well, it can, but it can be even tough just to go to dinner if you're going to a fairly nice place. Mm -hmm. The wait, yeah. by the time you walk there, the wait time to dine—I don't mean scarfing down, but actually dine and talk and walk back—it's going to take you more than two hours. Right, and and if you want to do any kind of you know shopping or anything like that, mm -hmm. so I think we should just. Plan on if you're going to go to downtown Disney, it's going to cost you twelve dollars to to park that extra hour. I think that is going to make it a lot less crowded because I think a lot of locals go to downtown Disney just to hang out and just to shop and go on dates mm -hmm. and and just to get the experience what they can't afford to go in the parks. I think that's really going to. I think it's going to thin it out. I don't think it's going to thin it out at first because I don't think the people that usually go will realize it, and then they're going to leave and go, "What? Twenty four dollars." You know where it's really going to impact? It's going to impact those families that just drop, the, you know, they get their teenagers a pass and they just drop their kids into the parks and stuff like that. They're not going to be paying that much money for their kid to go to a theme park for that. Knott's will get an increased population for that kind of thing. I think so, too. There's also a slight increase on the parking rates at the hotels. Uh, self-parking daily rate is 18. Valet parking, I don't think that changed. It's 25. For non-registered guests, it's 18 for the first hour plus $9 for each additional hour. <coughs> valet parking is 25. She for choked on that one. Yeah. <laughs> 25 for the first hour, $9 for each additional hour. Uh, for a maximum of $58 for self-parking, 61 for valet parking. Um, also, I think this may have changed. I'm not, positive though three hours free validation with validation from a ho uh, table service restaurant at the hotels five hours free with validation from napa rose and mandara spa uh, my notes said it was it, everything was five hours now it's three hours for normal table service five hours for napa rose and mandara spa however i was talking to one of the gentlemen at the at the valet desk there at the Grand Californian. And he said that they're making new signs again already, uh, bumping up the self-parking rate to $28. Oh, jeez. So the that, self-parking that to $28? Yeah. Um, Holy goodness. Now, now, I could have misunderstood and that be the, the valet rate, but what he was saying is that they just don't have the room for as many cars as want to park. Right. Um, and, and my problem is, he, whose fault is that? Like, 
I mean, I know they're fixing it, but they should have figured that out when they built the darn thing. Right, right. He also kind of indicated that there may be different prices for different hotels, so we're, we're going to have to keep an eye on that and see how that how that plays out. Okay, so it's now, you know, and I have to say that every, that's the new drinking game when Tony talks about that he travels for work. But that would make more sense based on how all the other hotels work. Right. Because I know, even like, if I, where is it? I think, like, Boston, Chicago, those crazy big cities like if i stayed at a fairfield the even though it was a fairfield it would cost me let's say twenty dollars but the courtyard would cost me 30 and then the real marriott would cost me 40 even though they're all in the same block and sometimes use the same exact parking structure so it makes sense i hate it i think when i come back when i die and come back i'm going to come back as someone who runs parking (laughs) lots for hotels because what else are you going to do other than park at the hotel but Mm -hmm. yeah what I don't Just like about it, but this is also because I live here, and I'm not everybody, but this is exactly what they're trying to fix, is I liked being able to go to Napa Rose for dinner and just go there for dinner or go to uh, the the buffet uh, well, that I can't remember. You can still do that. I know, but it's they're making it more costly. The whole... No, if it, well, if you go I, to okay, Napa Rose... Yes, but, you, but I'm just talking about the, the, the access... I understand what they're doing, but I'm saying this is, and so they're getting exactly what they want. But the whole idea of like you were talking about with the downtown Disney and the four hours and the going to dinner and shopping. Okay. Or if I'm going to the table, so it just, everyone (laughs) sing. Yes. We're good. Happy times. (laughs) You know, something had to be done to lighten the mood in here. (laughs) um, Sorry about that. It had, they're just making it more costly. I know there are exceptions where oh no Napa Rose you get it validated and but it's not like it, it's not like it used to be. I know they're there Disney, now, sweetheart. Disneyland is constantly changing. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of these changes. Well, you know the best comment I heard today. I was talking to a cast member today, and the best comment they had was, "Oh my gosh, I just got a pay increase and I didn't know it." Nice. <laughs> um, you know, one thing we forgot to talk about in housekeeping. Uh, last week we talked about the, was it last week we talked about the closures for the construction of Star Wars land? Mm-hmm. Um, now we've, we are seeing rumors about the actual, um, path of the train. Oh, and Rivers of America. And Rivers of America. Rivers of America mm-hmm. is going to be truncated. Yeah, by 25%. Yep. And wow. the train is going to move, um, uh, in as in, as opposed to the close side of Star Wars land, as opposed to on the other side of Star Wars land, and I think the rumor also said that we're losing Mickey and the Magical Map, right? There, there's a yeah, there's a rumor that the Fantasyland Theater may go away. Yeah, yeah. But now whether it's going to, but there's also they're talking about a Fantasyland expansion, right? Whether there's going to be a theater as part of that, I don't know. Okay. So um, just, yeah, but that's okay. to lose the theater is sad. Yeah, yeah, so, because having a the Disneyland, I think, does need a show. Yeah, yeah, I think every castle park should have some sort of a character show. Mm-hmm. It needs a place for that. One thing right. related to that, back to with mm-hmm. just going to bring that and the the pricing back together that I was reading in some of the articles where some people were complaining, which I agree with, is. Okay, after you've opened up Star Wars Land, okay. 
but, then, but yes, then do it. Yeah. But you're going to raise it now. And then guess what? We're going to, we're going to reduce Rivers of America by 25%. That's, but you're charging me more. Like I know again, that's not the purpose, but in terms of timing where they're going to do this. And charge me 35% more. Yeah. And then, but they're going to close yeah. thing. They're going to close rides so that they can build Star Wars land. And then I'm going to have the, the fake fences up. And I, I, I have a, I have a problem with that. Not to mention, I think that people are going to expect that Star Wars land better be the greatest thing in the history of the world because <laughs> you know that these are going to go up even further by the time that opens. And okay, so you've already paid, I've already paid you for it by charging me $1,400 for the premiere or whatever. I just, I don't like, I don't like the timing, of course. And of course, right before holidays, mm-hmm. there goes all those parents who are, we're going to give you passes for Chris. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do now? <laughs> Thanks, Santa. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Tony. All right. Let's move on to rapid fire. Um, let's start with Michael. Imagine a world where the <laughs> asteroid that forever changed life on Earth missed the planet completely and giant dinosaurs never became extinct. Well, that's the premise behind Disney Pixar's epic adventure, The Good Dinosaur, that will be coming to theaters this Thanksgiving. And as is traditional, we're going to be able to have a sneak peek at the overpriced Disney parks. Um, beginning October 16th, uh, when you come go to um, Disney California Adventure, the dinosaurs are stomping those little bugs out of the Bugs Life Theater. And you're going to be able to see a sneak peek of the good dinosaur. There will be special in-theater effects. And you'll get to go on an epic journey into the world of dinosaurs. So um, check that out starting October 16th, if you can afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Michael. Uh, Mary Jo. Well, Disneyland um, merchandise, they have new mugs, coffee mugs that have come out. And they're really, really cute. They have new character mugs, which are featuring the faces of Mickey, Minnie, and Donald. And then they have these really cool mugs that are coming out. Um, one is Nautilus, originated in 1954. It's called Nautilus and Squid. And the other one is Skull Rock, which I'm excited about because for anybody who went to Disneyland back in the 60s and 70s will remember Skull Rock. So this is a mug that I think, you know, we always complain about merchandise for that's non-park specific. And this is definitely specific to Disneyland. Then there's another mug that's part of the Princess Collection for those who haven't had enough Frozen. (laughs) There's a new Elsa mug, and this one's really pretty, and it has Elsa inside. You know how some of them have the writing inside the mug also? This is Elsa inside the mug. (laughs) I I really like it. Um, It is a nice-looking mug. Mm-hmm. If you've got the other princesses, you know, if you've got the series, it's a nice looking mug to go with the series. Yeah, it's it's a really cool one. And I the hate mugs Frozen. I really like, though, are yes. the teacup mugs. The mad tea party mugs. Those, uh, those are cute. Those are adorable. So they've got a green one, a yellow one, a peach one, and of course, the purple one that probably spins faster than any, than any of the other mad tea party mugs. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, Depends d- on what you put in it. Oh, th- there you go. The only weird thing is, is that the saucer's attached to the cup. Hmm. That would be weird. Yeah. Maybe, not, they- for the 
50, was it the 50th or 55th, Kevin Kidney and Jody Daly did a couple of mugs that or a couple of cups and saucers based on the, um, the, the mad tea party. And one of our cats liked one so much, he smashed it. And so, um, <laughs> so I'm glad that they're coming out with these. <laughs> they're cute. I, I, I'm almost tempted to put like little cactus or little cacti or other little plants in little them. Little succulents. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'd be really cute. And to complement all these new mugs that have come out, they have a new blend. And the new blend is called Sana, or how would you pronounce that? S-A-N-A-A. It's, it's Sana. Sana, okay. Which is a dark roast blend. It's Joffrey's. So there you go. Very cool. Thank you, Mary Jo. And Sana's a restaurant at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. You know, I keep thinking of Animal Kingdom when I look at it, so... Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, speaking of mugs, this is not my rapid fire. Um, you know those poison apple mugs that everybody wants? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my understanding is they're gone again. Uh, they they were gone and then they were back. But I was l- overhearing people at the some cast members at the at the media event, and they were saying that they were releasing like fourteen hundred a day for the next couple days, and then they were going to be out again. Wow. So they were trying. They were trying to you know make them last but they were gone guess who has one though um <laughs> how did you get auction, one maybe i should auction it off it was it was my my free gift for um coming to the media event so maybe i'll maybe i'll auction it off for give gets the world or something you could donate it to the diva meet and greet oh yeah when is that <laughs> in february I'll think about it. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> all right. My turn for rapid fire. The just want to remind you all that the Children's Hospital of of what is California? No, the Chalk. Uh, Children's, Children's Hospital, Hospital of Orange County. Orange County. Orange County. Sorry, dude. Uh, oh, I didn't take it personal. That, My hospital. Uh, we don't compete. Tony's Hospital. Yes. I just. I just couldn't. I, my brain is gone. Um, the Chalk Walk is coming up this Sunday, October eleventh. It is the largest, most unique, single pediatric walk event in the nation. Uh, among the events, estimated walkers, uh, estimated 15,000 walkers are participants from the U.S., Canada, Mexico, Australia, and Japan. This year's event is all the more special as it is the Chalk Walk's 25th silver anniversary. Uh, the 2015 walk covers three miles through Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure where walkers will get a sneak peek at the magic of the Disneyland Resort before the parks open to the general public. At the end of the 5K walk, the event continues in the resort's downtown Disney district, where event sponsors, hospital support groups, shops, and restaurants have special offers for participants. New this year as part of the event, uh, they are hosting their first Chalk Walk Ambassadors Luau, on Saturday, October 10th, 2015, from 4.30 to 7.30 p.m. in the Grand Ballroom of the Disneyland Hotel. Um, and if you cannot come to Orange County and participate, you can become a, you can register for the walk as a sleeping bear. This special designation allows chalk supporters who cannot make the walk to still raise money and support Children's uh, Hospital. Uh, sleeping bears receive a chalk walk t-shirt and are eligible to earn prizes from their fundraising efforts. So also realize that next, that, uh, next weekend is going to be a little 
weird in the park because the event is on Sunday. So, uh, Nancy. Okay. Um, FYI, before I want to jump into my, um, into my rapid fire, I want to mention that, um, we forgot to mention there's a thread discussing this, um, the, the price increases and stuff like that on the Disneyland board. And somebody mentioned that the Disney store today still had the vouchers for premium passes oh. for 770. Get it. So run down, run down quick. I, run I down that, to your I Disney. I doubt that will last. Yeah, I doubt that will last too. The vouchers they, they are apparently good even, until twelve, until the end of this year. They probably uh, won't even expert. be able to sell them. They probably aren't in the system anymore. Yeah, no, I believe I believe the vouchers were good to the end of um, December twenty sixteen. Yeah, that's what they were saying. That's what they were saying on the board. Oh wow! Yeah. I've noticed. I've noticed for weeks and weeks now that none of the at least the grocery stores near me have not had any annual passes oh that was a clue yeah they they've only had the um the gift cards Mm -hmm. so again maybe if they wouldn't have put those annual passes at every grocery store register we wouldn't have had this problem (laughs) (laughs) all right well anyway so let's talk about I'm going to jump into November. Get your Thanksgiving Day plans set. If you are going to be at the Disneyland Resort over the Thanksgiving holiday, we have a few family dining options for you. So, of course, the first is the giant traditional Thanksgiving dinner at the Grand Ballroom of the Disneyland Hotel called the Fall Harvest Buffet. This is traditional Thanksgiving, um, including turkey, ham, beef, mashed potato salads, an unbelievable dessert buffet. And children have, the children like anytime they do this, have a buffet, especially for them, shorter tables and everything. It's pretty cool. Um, Chip and Dale and other Disney characters will be on hand for that one. It's $76.99 for adults 10 and over, children 3 to 9, $27.99. Um, Time is from noon to 5 p.m. Um, otherwise, the Napa Rose, which is probably sold out by now, mm-hmm. um, is has its four-course wine country Thanksgiving feast, which I've had before, and it is wonderful. Um, Goofy's Kitchen also has a Thanksgiving um, twist along the buffet. Turkey and herb stuffing is added, along with turkey gravy, sweet potatoes, and tortellini with pumpkin cream sauce. Interesting. Um, Storytellers has a dinner buffet featuring turkey with all the trimmings, hand-carved beef, candied yams, and several holiday desserts. PCH Grill over at the Paradise Pier. Um, They will... Add oven roasted turkey breasts and roast beef and holiday desserts onto their new beachside bonfire dinner buffet. Steakhouse 55 will offer a three course dinner featuring turkey wellingtons with brioche stuffing, cranberry, Swiss chard, and mushroom, wild mushroom gravy. So that's outside the park. At Disneyland, we've got Carnation Cafe having slow-roasted turkey with turkey, bourbon, gravy, mashed sweet potatoes, apple, cranberry, stuffing, orange relish, veggies, and a dinner roll. The Plaza Inn will also have a turkey with traditional turkey gravy and sage dressing, mashed potatoes, veggies, dinner roll. River Bell Terrace Fantasmic Dinner, same thing, only with roasted garlic thyme mashed potatoes. Homestyle Gravy. Veggies, cornbread, and cranberry relish. French Market is going to have a slow-roasted turkey breast with andouille sausage stuffing. 
usual kind of things. Blue Bayou, their twist is going to be a turkey roulade with focaccia stuffing. Um, Harbor Gallery is going to have turkey tortilla soup simmered with mm. roasted corn and black beans. And yeah. Cafe Orleans is going to have slow roasted turkey breast, cornbread and jib, cornbread and giblet stuffing, red skin mash, etc. Over at California Adventure, we've got the Carthay Circle. World of Color Dining will feature Sierra free-range turkey, poblano chili, and mushroom tamale, and cream corn with turkey jus, crunchy butterscotch pie with cashews, holiday chantilly, and caramel. Um, Wine Country Tutoria has herb-roasted turkey breast, mashed potatoes, herb focaccia stuffing, etc. Pacific Wharf Cafe is doing a twist with a turkey pot pie soup in a bread bowl and pumpkin spice bread pudding. Flows will have your rotisserie roasted turkey breast with mash, mash stuff and everything. And Ariel's Grotto World of Color Dining, slow roasted turkey breast with tur- turkey gravy, apple stuffing, etc. You know, the reason I mention all the different stuffings is people are very particular about their stuffing. So you have a wide range to choose from. Um, You can find all of this on the Diz um, under the events, Thanksgiving Day Dining. And that is a lot of food. And I feel like going into a turkey coma just Mm -hmm. from reading it. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you, Nancy. Tony. Okay, Nancy, I know you used to have a connection with uh, Kiss. And somebody paid you. I saw the Facebook post. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I'm never on Facebook. Uh, well, you're, you're the something with your mother and Gene Simmons. Well, Gene oh. Simmons just can't leave us alone. So, Kiss, Oh, this isn't the twist I was expecting. No, and so what's amazing about Kiss is that they all they care about is the music. They're not really into merchandising and marketing. So, they have created Rockin' Brews, which is a, they went to Hard Rock, Out Hard Rock, the Hard Rock Cafe. And so, they've opened up one in Buena Park. If you've ever flown through the Delta Terminal, Terminal 5 in LAX, there's a, there's a, a version of a Rockin' Brews there. I didn't realize that they were full restaurants, but they've opened up one in Buena Park, not that far away from... Uh, what's that park Disneyland. that we can afford? Knott's Farm, <laughs> sorry. Not that, oh, okay. I was getting not that far away from Knott's Farm, and then not that far away from Disneyland. And it's supposed to be family friendly. Uh, they don't, they don't have shows or performances like hard, like, uh, like a Hard Rock Cafe or, a, um, so House of Blues. Okay. But, uh, it's in Buena Park, and it was opened by Kiss, but it's not Kiss only. And I know that based on, what I see whenever I go fly out of Delta, because I usually play Delta, so I'm always, I always pass by it, and they're always playing like 80s rock videos and, you know, the cool album covers, and it's that kind of a place, and it's open, and they even have a, I'm looking at their website, they even have a, uh, we welcome rockers of all ages, we're help, we're help, we are doing our part to help foster the next generation of rockers at Rock and Brews. So they have a special children's menu featuring kid favorites. So it's not just like an adult. It's supposed to be family friendly, not like, you know, Hard Rock Cafe isn't necessarily family fr- as family friendly. So uh, right. that's, I think, their goal. Oh, wait. And most of all, our locations have play areas. I'm going to go. Wait, they get swag in the form of rock themed coloring templates and other fun activities they do. Nice. Uh, 
Oh, nice. And the coloring activity is them. Okay. I'm, we're getting old when it's okay for toddlers to color in a picture of a like a little kid on stage with a mohawk doing the uh, the fingers <laughs> like the, the I'm rocking out. Like now that's that's totally nice. cool. But anyways, nice. uh, there's locations all over. But in California, there's only Redondo Beach and now this new one in Buena Park. It's, if I'm not mistaken, 7,700 square feet, if that's what I saw. So it's huge and a, it's got a big, gigantic, huge uh, guitar, Vegasy style up high where you, you know, off the street. It's on Beach Boulevard and they have tons of beer. I've never, I've not been, I'm not reviewing it, but I think I need to. I think we need I to. I think yes. we need to. I said we. Yeah, we. Um, yeah, um, not a non-traditional creative spin, whatever, on fresh, quality American comfort food, including wings, salads. Really, is there? How they're really going to give me a creative? Just your kiss. Creative salads. Just yes. be quiet. I know. Just give me the food. I know this is just going to be average. Okay. Uh, wings, salads, burgers, sandwich, and pizza, along with a variety of diet-conscious, gluten-free, vegetarian, healthy options. Each location offers its own regional favorites and low rockers. Children's venue. Um, hearty salads, mountainous burgers, proprietary recipes, and tons of beer. And where's this at? It's on Beach Boulevard. Okay. It's on Beach Boulevard, and I'm horrible directions. Wait, somebody no. Was saying it, somebody in, uh, in Mixler is saying that it was the old wax museum, but is is that correct? Uh, you're, do you know we'll me with out. directions? I'm looking at Google Maps right uh, now. And he says it's, and he no, said it was there to he's pro- He might be right. Because it's directly it's, across from Medieval Times. Oh, yeah, then. Okay, cool. It's nice. directly across from Medieval Times. Wait, let me go and to Google. He was, Danny says it, he was there today, and it's great. So Oh, not, oh nice. Yeah, it's directly across from Medieval. It's the opposite side of the street from Medieval Times down a little bit. That's, that would be what's And what's presented. the name of it again? Rock and Brews. Rock and Brews. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Jeez. See, now where I thought you were going to go with that, with the whole, we all know about Nancy, blah, 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 Nancy's, you know, something, was that um, I thought you were going to mention Andrew Sutton's winning chef of the year at the Golden Foodie Awards. Oh, yeah, that, that could have been a new story had the ticket prices not gone up. Yeah, I know. Well, it could have been the second new. Well, that's a positive note. So something good came out of when Disney. I think, because see, this is the difference. When I think of culinary expertise, I think of Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons of Kiss. Yes, so exactly. I wanted to. Exactly. I don't think they get their due. So, because <laughs> there's nothing like white and black makeup in accidentally falling into your uh, into your fries or the fake blood out of his tongue coming in the. the mm-hmm. Well, you know what got um, what speaking on an off tangent. You know what got released um, in video on video this week was the infamous Scooby Doo meets Kiss DVD. Oh, nice! <laughs> I thought we were going to see the Phantom at the Park. Phantom at the Park, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you, Tony. Forgot to mention that I am not in my normal recording place right now, so if my sound sound sounds different, that's why I am at the Courtyard Marriott, not the new one across from the park but the one at the convention center and i'm looking at a mural of the of california screaming hmm. on the wall I, we, we we got a uh like a kid suite with bunk beds and and i will i'll talk more about this are you in, on the top bunk or the bottom um we'll talk more about this in a review in a couple weeks but 
So Ooh, that's why another hotel so, review. Another hotel review. Yay! So I am home. I I am away, and Tony's home. So yeah, that's just not right. <laughs> that's just weird. Yeah. Weird. All right. Anything else? We're good. We've gone way over. So, but that we, but we had to talk about that pricing. So, I just want to say thank you to all of our Mixler. Mm-hmm. Chatterati, who've been Yay. participating have, in conversation we, and everything. We had a huge group Thanks, in there guys. This yeah. All right. Right. <laughs> what is Danny saying? Now he's, now he's going to the Great Wolf Lodge. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, folks. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.